going on, guys? Anthony here. So I'm answering a question literally right now on Quora and uh, just got a little bit of motivated to kind of go into another direction that I want to add onto the end of my of my answer here. So the question is this, just to give you guys some context. Um, how does the HR department facilitate leadership development in companies? And so the bulk of my response <clears throat> has kind of been around um, how a great HR leader knows the personalities, the perspectives, the strengths, the weaknesses, the overall projects that these these staff members like to work on, right? Like a great HR leader understands at a very deep level who these people are within a company and how they can impact the company. And so what I was going to get to was kind of once an HR leader takes this data now it's the responsibility to take that data and go to each leader of a department and work hand in hand to facilitate and build out a strategy to help the internal staff grow, become more, learn more and do more. Right. But I think from that angle, the way that an HR leader can have empathy and the way that they can actually be strategic and, and kind of have a seat at the table when aligning and organizing the development processes, what I think needs to happen is that HR leader needs to have a full understanding of the marketing efforts. They have to have a full understanding of the operational efforts. They have to have a full understanding of the overall business development efforts, the sales efforts, the overall strategy of the brand as a whole. And, and that's where I think a lot of HR leaders, from my angle, again, I'm, I'm, I'm an infant in this industry, compared to a lot of people that have been in this industry for 10, 15, 20 years. But from my, you know, infancy stage and just my one man's point of view, what I'm seeing is a lot of HR leaders are educated at a very core level in HR and HR law or in compliance or in benefits or in employer employer relations or, or in you know employee engagement or in emotional intelligence. They're 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 centered in their core and their base is all based around who uh, who they are as an HR leader and not business overall. And I don't want to say that's their fault. But what I think we need to start thinking about as HR leaders is how can we become a little bit more competent in the other avenues and the other aspects of the brand. So when we come to the table and we look at our 17 staff members that are a part of the sales force, we can actually have a mature, authentic, educated conversation around sales, around the different uh, processes that should be put in place. And you can not only give the sales manager some suggestions and tips on how to really motivate and impact Sally, but what you can also do to Sally is provide some sales tips to her personally so that when she comes to the table and speaks with her with her sales manager, she already has a full understanding of what she needs to do. Uh, not only would that sales manager appreciate that, but the sales manager will look at that HR leader and kind of uh, respect that person a little bit more for being able to give some competent tips, right? That's that's the little piece that, at a very simple level, a lot of HR leaders are forgetting about and not hitting on. Not only is it important to understand your tribe at a very deep level and personal level, understand their strengths, the weaknesses, their overall perspectives, and pretty much provide that data and that info to the sales manager so they can be prepared when it's time to go through uh, educational learning or development processes, whatever the case is going to be. But 
it would also be a little bit beneficial to have uh, a little bit of an understanding for yourself to be able to, again, sit down with an Andrew, sit down with the Blake, sit down with the David and say, here's what I've been noticing are some of your strengths and your weaknesses when it comes to operations, when it comes to marketing, when it comes to sales, and when it comes to customer service, when it comes to this technology. And based off of my years of experience of learning and understanding this, this overall industry or this overall department of this brand from afar, here's what I think you should do and maybe suggest to your manager when you have those meetings and when you get ready to try to learn and grow to become more. So I think that's a piece that a lot of, again, a lot of HR leaders are missing, which is they're very secure and confident when it comes to emotional intelligence or when it comes to, again, employee relations or when it comes to, uh, you know, certain aspects of HR law and certain aspects of employee law, or certain aspects of uh, just HR in general. Right. But they're they're forgetting about being competent in marketing. They're forgetting about being competent in business. They're forgetting about being competent in the numbers. Like they're forgetting about being able to sit at the table, add some tangible advice and value that the lead people of those departments can respect, but not only that, their staff members can respect as well. So that's kind of the, the last little piece I wanted to throw onto this question that I'm answering because I think it's super important, it's super impactful, and it's something that I'm trying to do myself. Now, for me, I've had it more of a natural benefit because I come from the entrepreneurial world first. I ran a multiple brands first. I was always in the sales departments first before I realized that leadership and uh, emotional intelligence and employee engagement and culture and all those great things were a little bit more interesting to me. I had a core fundamental background in sales, in marketing, in entrepreneurship, in operations, in business building. I understood that landscape at a very deep level so that when I had these conversations with other leaders in the company about my staff, I'm able to not only give the emotional advice, but I'm able to give the hardcore black and white tangible advice as well. And so that's the last piece I would add on to how uh, an HR department can facilitate leadership development. They will, number one, provide the data, the information to these uh, these these team leaders, right? So they will tell Andrew, who is the, the, the sales director, okay, so Brian over here appreciates leadership styles in this certain way, or Brian over here has an issue understanding and breaking down X, Y, and Z based off of the variables that are going on at home or based off of his overall perspectives of the brand. Like they will be able to give the HR, I mean, the, the, the sales department leaders, the emotional juice, the emotional information, that data. Uh, and then also like I just said, be able to give some of the more black and white hardcore tactics to kind of tackle in there as well. Um, and again, it, it'll make things a little bit easier from an HR perspective to have respect and a seat at the table. But again, your staff will appreciate and love you for having that knowledge and being able to give that value and that impact. And that's how you as an HR leader or department can facilitate leadership development within your brand at a very high level. So you're not just giving emotional advice and giving data about how a certain employee is feeling or viewing the brand or evolving, but you can also give them black and white hardcore tactics and tips that they can bring to the table and implement so they, as a staff member, can actually grow and impress their leaders as well. Thanks a lot.